the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. I want to continue in the series of what shall I give? What shall I give? We found out last week that, you know, David was writing and David was going through some things. He was going through some pangs in his life and hurts. And I think we all have been there. We're on the verge of death. I remember when I was sick a couple years ago, I mean, so sick that I was retaining about 60 pounds of water. And let me brag about this for just a moment. My wife had to drag me to ER. Now, I'm not saying that's what I'm proud about. No, but, but I still wanted to preach. I still wanted to live in my assignment. Some of us stub our toes and we're like, I, I can't. Some of us have a bad morning. We're like, I just can't. I can't not today. I can't. I can't. I, listen, listen, I could barely breathe. And in between my breaths, I was like, and Jesus said, and, and she was sitting there going, the devil is a liar. He's going to the hospital today. And I'm glad she did that. I'm not saying that I shouldn't have went, but I was so in love with my assignment that I was like, I, listen, if I die doing what I'm called to do, well, I, amen. <laughs> Then I watched a, an MMA, MMA fighter, a UFC fighter, and he was standing there before he went into the last round, and he said this. He mumbled this, and they show it all the time. He said, I'm prepared to die. <laughs> he literally said that, I'm prepared to die, to go win a belt, to go win something that will be corrupt, and we cheered him on. That's the kind of guy I want to cheer for. That's right, but we got to be that way for God. I'm, I'm prepared to die I'm prepared to die in my assignment I'm prepared to die for the purpose of God being revealed in my life I'm prepared to die why because I'm already crucified with Christ so what shall I give Last week, we learned that we have to give our obedience. We have to give our obedience. We learned that last week. Not my will, but your will be done. Here's Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. Hallelujah. He gets down on his knees. He's the only one praying because his disciples are too tired to pray. 
They're going to sleep, but he gets down. And, 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 and I praise God for Susan and Jeremy. He says that when they saw it, when they went there, they said that, that where he was and where the disciples were, were in earshot of each other. It wasn't like he went off into a distance. They went so see, some of you, the enemy is making you look at those that are sleeping that are supposed to be praying with you. And it's frustrating you. But Jesus began to pray because he was obedient to the thing that God called him to be. He gave his obedience to the Lord. He says, Lord, if it be your will, take this away. But nevertheless, not my will, your will be done. Prayed it the first time, got up. It's like, man, y'all can't pray with me. Went down the second time and prayed. Got up and looked at him. He says, I thought you could pray with me for one hour. Went back for the third time and there's something about three. He went back for the third time, got on his face and said, Father, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Had prayed so that his sweat became his blood, dropping on the stone that he was kneeling at. And when he got up from that third time, he said, I'm ready. I'm ready to be offered up. I'm ready for the assignment that's in front of me. I'm ready for the purpose of God to be revealed in my life. I am ready to be obedient unto death so that you and I can become the righteousness of God. So we have to give our obedience. Not our opinions. Our obedience. Today we're going to deal with another thing that we have to give. We have to give our heart. Go to Revelation, the third chapter. I'm going to start at the 20th verse and then I'm going to back up a little bit. So Revelation 3 and 20. Revelation 3 and 20. I love preaching the word of God. Boy, I could just do this all the time. Revelation 3 and 20. Look at Jesus. This is Jesus speaking through John while John is imprisoned on the Isle of Patmos. This is Jesus speaking All right, we'll prove it in just a moment. But he says this, look what he says this. Behold, Jesus is speaking. I stand at the door and knock. Revelation 3 and 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And the door, if you look at it, symbolically, the latch is only on the inside. Come on in, Jesus. He says, I can't until you open the door. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. I'm not going to force my way into your life. I'm not going to tell you that I'm supposed to be in there. No, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Look what he says. He says, if anyone hears and listens to and heeds, let me, let me do those again. Hears listens to and heeds because we can hear the knocking and not heed. He says, hears, listens, and heeds my voice. So not only is he knocking, he's saying, let me in. I want to heal you, but you got to let me in. I want to deliver you, but you got to let me in. 
I want to show you the plans that I have for your life, but you got to let me in. I want to reveal the hope of my calling according to Ephesians, the first chapter. I want to reveal through the spirit of wisdom and revelation the hope of my calling in your life, but you got to let me in. Step over your opinion. Step over your ideas. Step over your theology. Step over your self-centeredness. Step over everything, your envy, your jealousy. Listen, this is what I love about God. He's not saying, hey, hey, I'm at the door. Clean up and then let me in. He's saying, let me in. Let me, I'm not worried about it. Listen, step over it and let me help you clean it up. Because I realized a lot of stuff that I didn't know was hindering me from God. I didn't know it was hindering till I let him in. And he said, you got to get rid of that. And some stuff I had a tug of war with the Lord. Anybody tell you, I don't want to. <laughs> let it go. But I don't want to. Let it go. But I don't want to. Let it go. Oh, please, God. Please, God, please. I need it. No, you need me. I need it. No, you don't. You need me. I don't know if I can make it without. No, you can't make it without me. I'm lost without it. No, no, you're lost without me. I'm going to fall apart. No, no, no. I'm going to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of my glory with exceeding joy. I don't know, God. Let it go. Okay. God says, okay, okay. Come on, you got a little bit more you got to let go of. Really, a little bit more? I gave you so much. <laughs> let it go. Because in letting go, you're going to see some things that you don't want to let go of. People you don't want to let go of. Now, let me bless you with that. People you don't want to let go of. I got to let go of them so that I can be saved and healed and they can be saved and healed. I didn't realize hold on to them was not only hindering me, but hindering them. I got to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I haven't even ever watched it. I just hear people saying it all the time. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears, listens, and heeds my voice and opens the door, opens the door, I will come in to him. I will come in to her. I'm not coming in to judge. I'm coming in to dine. I'm coming to be the table that is spread before them. Open the door and let me come in and turn your world upside down. See, you can't, you, you, you just, you messed up my punchline, see? <laughs> All right, she in the spirit. And upside down to us is really right side up. Because there's a way that seems right to us, but the end thereof is destruction and death. But man, if I can give myself to God 
Then what happens is I'm right. Man, I'm going to tell you, man, I thought I was the man. <laughs> Had even a nickname that called me Daddy Russ. Just... <laughs> It's a certain way I walked. You know, when you know you just, you, you just a little lean, you guy. What's up? How you doing? Good to see you. God bless you. And I'm not talking about before I was saved, even after I was saved. I didn't realize that I was saved, but I had not yet given myself away. Because salvation is a process. It's a process. Serving Christ, I got to learn how to serve him. I got to learn how to have faith and confidence in him. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So he's standing at the door to my heart and he's knocking. He's saying, let me in because I want to reveal some things to you so that you walk in the fullness of me. Right. <sighs> Hear my mom now, Tim, 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 don't go to hell in coach. Go first class. <laughs> Okay, what you mean by that, mom? You're going to church, you're lifting your hands, you're doing all that singing, you're in this group, you're in this choir, you're doing this and that, but you ain't really living for him. What you mean I ain't living for him? <laughs> Just because you're saying you're living for him don't mean you're living for him. To live for him means to be surrendered. I'm no longer mine, I'm his. Why do I need to surrender my heart? There's two things. The reason why is this. The Bible talks about from the heart flows the essence of life. Second thing is from the heart flows the abundance of life. So out of your mouth, I can tell where you're at. Not by your dance. Not by your shout. Not by your tithe. Not by your title, not by who you say you are, you are, by what comes out of your mouth tells me where your heart is. Oh my goodness. That's why God allows us to get squeezed. Because when we get squeezed, what comes out of us is what's really in us. Oh, hallelujah, 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 praise God. This mother, what, what in the world? No, they didn't just cut me off on the freeway. In the middle of your worship song, this mother, what in the... You were just singing. I give my what a beautiful name it is. <laughs> Nothing compares to this. You, this And if you're at night, if you ever did what I've done at night, you'll turn the inside light on. (laughs) 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 
said, pull over. <laughs> she said, that's what I used to say. For real? Seriously? How we are? <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. <laughs> now, now, I want you to catch this. Cause whether we're in the restaurant, we're doing this, it's out of our mouth. Flows what's in our heart. Some of you praise God with the same mouth that you praise God. You go home and cut your husband out. Me ain't nothing. You'll never be in the look at you. Nothing but a mama's boy. With the same mouth that you praise God, you downgrade your wife. (laughs) Kids don't know that they're men and women of God because with the same mouth you praise God with at church, you go home and speak venom over them. Can you do anything right? I wish they had boldness to say, I'm just being like you, dad. How we respond to our bosses out of our mouth shows who we are. How we respond to our staff. Do they even know you're a Christian? Because out of your mouth flows the abundance. I just got to whip them in shape. No, you don't. You got to teach them how to be in shape by leading by example. All right. All right. We back up to the 14th verse. I'm going to try to do this in a timely manner because I only have a certain amount of time to do this. 14th verse. He says, and to the angel of the assembly of Laodicea, Laodicea, excuse me, Laodicea, I want you to write these things. These are the words of the Amen. These are the words of the, it is so. If I declare it, it is so. Whatever Jesus declares, it is so. So look what he says, 14th verse. He says, he says this, he says, these are the words of the amen, the trusty and faithful and true witness. The origin and beginning and author of God's creation. We know this is Jesus because the Bible says in John St. John, the first chapter says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Jesus is another name for the word. There are three that bear record in heaven, the father, the word and the Holy Spirit. So when we talk about the, the, the author of God's creation, God spoke and the word performed it. So now he's writing to the church. He says, write these things. I know your works and what you are doing. I know your works and what you are doing. He says, you are neither cold nor hot. Now, this is the only church that... Jesus didn't have anything good to say about. They were wealthy. They had it going on. Their land was rich. They were literally the banking epicenter of 
the land. People would come from all over to get their eyes worked on because they had they had come up with this treatment for the eyes and it allowed people to be able to see. They were wealthy. They were so wealthy that when a great earthquake hit the city. And even though they were under Roman in, under the Roman Empire, when the earthquake hit the city and the city experienced ruin, they told Rome this is how wealthy they were. We don't need your help. We can rebuild it by ourselves. They had no need of nothing because of their wealth. But because of their wealth, they didn't think they needed Jesus. They had a form of godliness, but they denied the power thereof. You can clap your hands. You can shout. You can do all those things that are the form of godliness. You can wear the clothes that look like, oh man, that must be a pastor. You can wear the chain that has the cross that's so big and in some churches and some denominations, they tuck it in their pocket. They come out in their robes and they come out in their hats and they come out in their white dresses and they come out and the white dresses are to say, I'm pure. We can have a form of godliness and deny the power thereof. Says, I know your works. I know what people think you are. But I know what you really are. And when we're squeezed, what we really are comes out. When we're not getting our way anymore, think about it. Think about it. Think, what is your conversation like? What's your conversation like when you're not at church? Well, you know, I don't know about this. And I don't know about that. And I don't know about this. And what you think about that? And what you think about what you talk. You never talk about what God is doing. You talk about how uncomfortable you are. You know why? Because there's some change that still needs to happen in your heart. Because, listen, I want to tell you something. I want to be like Jesus. Oh, let me bless you with this. The thoughts that the God, the Lord thinks about us are good and never evil. Stop thinking that God needs you to get stuff in order. As somebody told me one day, I'm the Holy Ghost inspector. He doesn't need one. Why would he use someone who needs to be inspected to do the inspecting? He is perfect in all of his ways. Jesus said, when the spirit of truth has come, he will lead and guide us into all truth. He didn't say, when the spirit of truth has come and Tim shows up and they work in concert together, then the spirit of truth will know what to do in your life. No. Not one to tell you what you have and what you don't have. I'm wanting just to talk about the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit can reveal what you have and don't have. My favorite story in the Bible, and I'll say one of them, but this is like up at the top. 
and I say it all the time, but I don't think I could ever say it enough. Jesus shows up and the man's been laying there for 38 years. And he says to him, he says, do you want to be whole? The man starts giving up all kinds of excuses. Well, this is going on and that's going on and this is going on. And you just don't understand. I've been trying and, and you know, this is happening. And, this, I said, and, yeah. and Jesus says, well, I... if you want to be whole, I'm going to command you to do something about it. I'm going to ask you to step out on faith and I want you to get up. Take up your bed and walk. I would that you gave me your heart. Because nothing else matters. I desire for you to give me your heart because nothing else matters. Let that sit on you for just a moment. Nothing else matters. Come and buy from me what has been tried in the fire. Gold that's been tried in the fire so that you can be whole. I want to change your theology. I want to change your mindset. I want to change what you see. I want to change everything that you feel in. I want to change you from the inside out. I want to change you. I want to perform the miracle. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.